Hello, pro-democracy activists. This is Rich Procida, founder of the Truth and Democracy Coalition and producer of the Truth and Democracy podcast. As we come closer to election day, we're going to celebrate the vote with Dom Jones. Dom Jones is co-founder and chief creative officer of Democracy, a, an organization that encourages women to run for office. She will be speaking about the history and importance of voting from her perspective as an African-American woman. She wants to encourage us to vote, to be involved, and to run for office. Register at tinyurl.com slash import vote. That's import vote. We also had a successful Jan 6 Justice, Our Freedoms, Our Vote events at Whittier City Hall and West Los Angeles at the Federal Building. This show will include highlights from that event and a discussion about the attack on liberalism from both sides of the political perspective. We have some photographs and other videos on Facebook and YouTube. Please subscribe to our pages, like our Facebook page, search for the Truth and Democracy Coalition on Facebook, and the Truth and Democracy Coalition on YouTube. And a little link to get you there quickly is tinyurl.com slash democracy under fire video. Otherwise, just search for Truth and Democracy Coalition. Finally, mark your calendar for our Celebrate Democracy rally on Friday, January 6, 2023. The event will be at 7 p.m. at Whittier City Hall. We're going to have music, food, speakers, and talking about why it's so important to stand up and to defend our democracy and the Constitution. We appreciate your support. We are doing something very important, but very difficult, telling the truth and organizing around love. We are confronting disinformation and fighting for democracy. We hope to see you soon at one of our events. And please help get the word out. Dave specifically asked about January 6th, so I'm just curious, in your opinion, did Donald Trump do anything wrong on that day? I haven't seen any evidence that Donald Trump said, go to the Capitol now and storm it. I don't think he would have done that. We're going to walk down to the Capitol because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. I don't think he did anything wrong. administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. The government's paperwork lists 11 groups of documents found inside Mar-a-Lago under three headings, confidential, secret, and top secret. This was not just extreme carelessness with classified material, which is still totally disqualified. This is calculated, deliberate, 
premeditated misconduct. Classified documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items the FBI agents were searching for. A cover-up that included false statements and lies to Congress, the media, and the American people. I'm concerned that they may have planted something. I think they just make stuff up and, you know, come up with whatever they want. We can literally stand over a set of documents and say, these are now declassified. So disrespectful to our country and actually very illegal. Hey, this is Jordy, co-founder of Midas Touch. Person, woman, man, camera, prison. Midas Touch just came out with a brand new t-shirt with this perfect message. Make sure you check out store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com and grab yours today. Thank you. The Jan 6th event in Whittier was, la was on Friday. I want to thank all of you because you're the ones I want to talk to. You're the ones I want to hear from as we organize to defend our constitution, constitutional democracy, and ensure that our elections are truly representative. You are the ones who care about our democracy, guard our freedom, especially the right to vote. You are the ones who are aware of the ongoing threat to democracy posed by lies and disinformation, and are the ones willing to stand up and speak for our freedoms. We, the people, have the right to elect our leaders and to expect the results of those elections to be respected and honored. Trump filed some 60 lawsuits and never once did he prove to the satisfaction of any of the judges that he appointed or to the Supreme Court that there was any substantial basis to his claims that the election had been stolen. We now know from the select committee yesterday that he planned his actions well before the event. And he sat watching television while his supporters bludgeoned Capitol Police officers for hours. He did nothing as officers suffered career-ending and in some cases life-ending injuries. Trump must answer to them, to those officers, and to the evidence and the allegations and the testimony. He must respond. Trump must testify. Put up or shut up. No one needs to believe a word he is unwilling to say under oath. That's why he won't do it. Because you know why he won't do it? You guys know why? Why? You're a liar. <laughs> because he'll have to do exactly what his closest associate did, which was to take the Fifth Amendment. Because if he talks about his involvement, he will be incriminated. So. You guys see the hearing yesterday? How many of you guys saw the hearing yesterday? Awesome. Did your neighbor see the hearing yesterday? You guys know if your neighbor saw the hearing yesterday? How about your friends? How about your friends? 
Yes. Have your friends watched it? Yes, my friend watched Did it. Did you talk to the store clerks, to local business owners about it? You know, I do. Tell them about it. Talk about it. Tell them to watch it. This is what we're doing here today. We are reaching out to our neighbors. We are reaching out to you to talk about the attack on our nation last year and the ongoing threat to democracy here at home and around the globe. One thing we know, we will be doing this event right here on January 6th next year. We want it to be big, we want it to be successful, and we need all of your help. And we want you guys to be involved in that. Uh, we also have monthly meetings where we discuss important issues on Zoom uh, related to democracy. We produce the Truth and Democracy podcast that educate the public about disinformation and how to uh, think critically about the information they receive and to educate the public about the threat to democracy and what people are doing about it. So now let's hear from others, our other heroes here today, who want to talk to us about democracy and about fighting for democracy locally, nationally, and globally. Thank you very much for coming. Richard, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear, or affirm, or affirm, that I will support, that I will support, and defend, and defend, the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of California, and the Constitution of the State of California, against all enemies, against all enemies, foreign and domestic, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution of the United States to the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California and the Constitution of the State of California. I forgot to tell you that my name is Maggie Bone and I have been told by many people that 
I should not be involved in anything to do with, with January the 6th. Well, you know what? I am my own person, and I'm not going to let anybody tell me or anybody try to put the fear of life in me that they will not endorse me, they will not support me uh, in any way, shape, or form. We the people, you here are the ones that are the important ones that you believe. We know exactly what happened, and it cannot be forgotten. So for that reason, I support all of you in being here tonight. Our next guest is a, a good friend of mine, and his name is Rolando Cano. And what I love about Rolando Cano is that he speaks his mind. Here in the city of Whittier, we have four districts. And out of the four districts, we only had two ballot boxes and uh, two ballot boxes and two voting centers. One in District 2 and District 3. District 1 and District 4 were completely forgotten. And the reason why, they don't want people to engage. Our city government would want people to engage in voting. But guess what? In the city of Whittier, there's this secret. There's, it's called voter suppression. They don't want the people to vote. And Rolando Cano um, has no problem coming up and telling city government, hey, this is wrong, and we need more people like him and like us. Rolando Cano. Hi, thank you, folks. I really want to welcome everyone here simply because it, it does take time to get away from everyday life and come out and, and share and learn from, from each other. Um, one of the fundamentals that we all uh, grew up with was community. Anything that we did always consisted of a neighbor coming out, helping out, someone taking out the trash, or we do offer help. That seems to have been lost recently because of all the things that have happened. You know, we're aware of what happened on January 6th, and it was a tragedy. You know, let's call it what it was, which was a terrorist attack behind uh, I, for one, am not so interested in the party that was responsible, but in the actual criminals that walked past that line and committed a terrorist act against our nation. Something that we have to make clear is that we gotta stop identifying them as some kind of opposition. They're a threat. That's what they did, that's what they created. I had the pleasure of speaking uh, on January 6th last year, and like Maggie said, not one council member here in the city came out to represent or to give an opinion or to stand up for the people that they're supposed to represent. Regardless of party affiliation, someone should have come out and stated that that was not American. You do not interfere with the governmental process. And if any of you have been watching the news, what's happened in LA City Council, what happens in our local council, we get censorship. We get our rights violated in accordance with the Brown Act. And a lot of times because we lack some information that the, that the local government does not present to us, we overlook them. But we have to take action. What do you think happens in November at this rate? I want to relate this back exactly two years ago, because it was two years ago next week that you had me on this show, and I said that Trump on election night would be leading. But on the hours and days that followed, Biden would catch up, move ahead, and would eventually be elected president. I'm here to say to you now that there are enough election deniers out there, candidates running, that are going to lose and going to claim that they won, and they won't accept the election results. I am scared to death.
anybody has a question and wants to or wants to say something, just let us know. So, Jeffrey, you're on. Go for it. I thought that we were a progressive democracy, and if not, then is it better to be a prog progressive democracy than a liberal democracy? Or are they both one and the same? You know what? I think a lot of these distinctions are false distinctions. We have a liberal democracy because we was born in the 18th, what, 19th, 18th century. So it's um, a representative democracy, right, Cynthia? So, um, and it, I don't think these ideological things or these ideas that somehow liberal democracy doesn't work and we need a, a different type of democracy right now, the propaganda is to say a multicultural democracy, but a liberal democracy is a multicultural democracy. So, so how about both a progressive and a, a progressive liberal, a liberal progressive democracy? A progressive democracy? A li a liberal, not, I, I said liberal, progre progressive liberal democracy. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of um, labels to that, but um, I, I think it's all the same thing, essentially. Oh my. Yeah, I mean, I think if you vote and your vote counts, that's a democracy. Now, whether we have certain systems of electoral college or different types of things, that's another matter. But basically, you vote, your vote gets counted, and you have a representative, you elect that representative, and that's the bottom line about democracy. Yeah. Democracy is we the people, not the, not the other way around. That's autocracy. Right, in, in right. Short. Um, yes, but let's um, let's talk to Cynthia and see what her points are, and then we'll come back to you because I want to make sure to get the person who who has a question. There's only one. So, Cynthia, go ahead and unmute yourself if you have something to say. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, having uh, been uh, independent most of my life and uh, Republican for two years and now a Democrat since uh, everything got really whacked out on the, over there, but uh, went back to being an independent and, and since Trump a Democrat. Uh, so um, I just want to share my uh, thoughts having been, uh, uh, you know, from my background and my experience interacting with all of these various uh, parts of our political society, uh, you know, from inside the parties as well as outside. And that is, uh, you know, we all grow up, we all grew up learning American government, and maybe we didn't all get it, but um, the far right really thinks that uh, all Democrats are uh, Bernie Sanders, progressive socialists, and uh, what has in part fueled uh, their behavior. So I think if we uh, start putting labels on ourselves as progressive liberal Democrats or anything besides representative government where, as you just said, everybody's voice is heard. You can go and speak to your representatives. You can form coalitions and get 
more representative uh, influence with yours. I, I think we're in danger of fueling the fire if we and losing people if we start painting ourselves with a more stringent variety of democratic socialism or any of that such thing. Okay, so yeah, I I think uh, yeah, one of the things you you still there, um, Cynthia? Yes, I am. I just have to turn my radio down so I don't give you all a lot of feedback here. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that. Well, as far as the liberal thing goes, I think both sides are attacking liberalism. And I think that's part of Putin's propaganda to attack liberalism and thereby liberal democracy because it's part of the Western world, the Western world tradition. And yeah, so, yeah, so when when the right starts saying, oh, liberals, they're really talking about progressives or they're saying that that everybody's a socialist on the left that's not true and i think by reaching out to the to the liberal patriotic middle proves that that's not true we're not all socialists and socialism and the other thing is that important to recognize that it's a different ideology you know in other words um it's different from liberalism marxism and and socialism as an ideology is different and there are significant differences and so the, the socialists want to attack liberals too you know they want to say call it neoliberalism which basically means no i mean for it really means insufficiently socialist but as a propaganda tool you might as well just put a no in front of the word liberal if you're going to start calling things neoliberal um it makes people think it's the new liberalism whatever that's supposed to be it's really not the new liberalism. It's the old conservatism. But so we want right. to. So, that's yes. right. Yes, yes. And so We're we want. Right. Yeah. Okay. I have to put my ear next to it so I can hear what you're saying. But yeah, it's. Um, so I think even though. And when we go to build up the middle, see, that's the thing. They want to. That's why there's an attack on liberalism, because the leftists want us to be socialist and are criticizing liberalism as a sort of maybe we want to call it a neo-capitalist type of thing, which it's not. It's a it's liberalism. And the, of course, the right wants to paint everybody as socialist. So um, that's their get down. But I think if we can get some people in the middle to bring us be the glue that brings us back together again and uh, and not with some extremist ideas that are being pushed in the current leftist propaganda and get us back focused on our democracy and global democracy and the American tradition of a representative government. I Is agree. that it, Cynthia? Completely, you have anything else for us? Completely, yes. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Go ahead, Jeffrey. What do you want to do now? And uh, this this is from someone that's not... That I took the quote that someone said to me. Well, this is the guy right here. Truth be told, we don't have much of an authentic democracy in this country, the United States. Do you agree with them? All right. Good, good. 
be agree with them? Well, my feeling is this. There's one thing that we need to be careful of. When we say we don't really have a democracy on one hand, and then in the same breath, we ask people to vote, it doesn't really work. If we don't have a democracy, there's no reason to vote. So if somebody, when somebody starts saying we don't have an authentic democracy, I prefer to rely on the index I showed you, which compares us not to some sense of authenticity, but instead to other countries in the world in comparison to them and their democracies. So I have a, a little bit of a difficulty with this type of um, rhetoric. Thank you. Well, here, well, here I did that. I know I did this. See? The, Jan the January 6th U.S. Attack, attack on the Capitol building. That's that's an example of democracide, right? Do you agree? Yes, I mean democracide is your your thing, but it definitely is an attempt to overthrow our democracy and establish a dictatorship. Yeah, and, that, and, yeah. that's considered democracide, right? Overthrowing a gov overthrowing a democratic government to install a dictatorship. I know we kind of did we kind of did that during the Cold War. Okay, very good. I thought. A lot of countries that even, even the Soviet Union, they did that the same thing in Afghanistan. All right. I want to thank everyone for coming and, and for being here. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you, everyone. And you can go to my uh, our YouTube page uh, for the Truth and Democracy Coalition and subscribe to our videos, like us on Facebook and share our information and share our videos so that we can get this information out there. And our next meeting is going to be, I think it's the 6th, the Sunday before Election Day. Dom's going to be speaking about the importance of voting and the history of voting. And so um, make sure to sign up for that. And I'll be in contact with you, Jeffrey. Thank you, everybody. And um, I'll see you next time. OK, thank you so much for coming. One last thing. Wait, one last thing. You're welcome. You're welcome, Jeffrey. I would say one last thing. This could also be perfect in case, just in case we, how do you say, lose the House the seat and the, lose the House and the Senate to the Republicans? Well, at least we still have the presidency yeah. um, as a check on power. But if we lose the presidency, D2, but who, who knows what will happen in 2024. We could, so hopefully we still end up with one of those, um, the House or the Senate or the presidency in 2024. Republicans call Biden infrastructure program socialism, and then they ask for the money. Paul Gosser, he's written three separate letters to the administration asking for projects in his district. He says it enhanced the quality of life, that ease congestion, boost the economy. Voted against it says it's all socialism. Go down the list. Kentucky Representative Andy Barr, the biggest socialist agenda. Three different projects he wants, citing the importance of the safety and growth of his district. Rand Paul, I go down the list, look it up. Socialism. I didn't know there were that many socialist Republicans. And folks, here's the bottom line. If Republicans take control of the Congress, these historic victories we just won for the American people. 
are going to be taken away. Thinking about who to vote for in November? Remember this. Every Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate. Every Republican candidate for Congress. Everyone has said they will support Donald Trump for president if he is the Republican nominee. Even after all we've learned, the insurrection, the allegedly stolen national security documents, the crazy conspiracy theories, every Republican will support Donald Trump if he is the nominee. So if you vote for these Republicans, you are voting to help put Donald Trump back in power. You are voting for four more dangerous years of American betrayal, chaos, bigotry, and hate. If you vote for these Republicans, you are voting to help pardon the men and women who attacked our democracy. This November, the choice is simple. It's America or Trump.